Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in the first part of Zechariah chapter 8. One of the themes we're going to hear underlying this text is there are going to be things mentioned that are going to be fulfilled in part in the near future from the perspective of Zechariah and his people at that time. And then there are things that we know as people today who understand the whole story. We've been given the whole story. Christ has come. We know what that means. He's lived a perfect life, died a sinless death, risen from the grave after providing the perfect sacrifice. He's been the perfect priest and king. He will continue to be those, as we talked about yesterday. And so knowing what we know, having the entire canon of Scripture in a way that they didn't, we also know that these things that are being fulfilled in part in the near future from the perspective of where they're at on the timeline are going to be fully fulfilled in many ways long from now and in the distant future from where they're setting. Let's jump in. This title, this is titled The Coming Peace and Prosperity of Zion. We're going to go chapter 8, 1 through 13. And the word of the Lord of hosts came saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, I am jealous for Zion with great jealousy, and I am jealous for her with great wrath. Time out right there. Not going to go into this a whole lot. We've mentioned it before. Jealousy and wrath are two very important components of the character of God. They are not bad. Do not let anyone tell you that God is not jealous or God does not have wrath in him or that God being jealous or having wrath are bad things. These are very good things for a holy God who is the all in all in the universe. Going on, thus says the Lord, I have returned to Zion and will dwell in the midst of Jerusalem, and Jerusalem shall be called the faithful city, in the mountain of the Lord of hosts, the holy mountain. You remember, they're just coming back now from exile. The time of exile, the 70 years, is coming to an end. They've been punished, the people of Judah. Before the 70 years started, they were feeling the wrath of God and they were experiencing judgment and punishment. Then that 70 years kicked in. They're coming to the end of it. And like we said earlier in Zechariah, the the tables have turned. God's time of punishment is over and now it's going to be a time of blessing. He's talking about the city of Jerusalem being a faithful city of the holy mountain and things are going to be renewed and reformed. Listen to this. Thus says the Lord of hosts, Old men and old women shall again sit in the streets of Jerusalem, each with staff in hand because of great age. And the streets shall be full of, of boys and girls playing in the streets. So here we have a picture of kind of an idyllic life. It's not, they're not under the oppression of another nation. They're not being terrorized by the punishment of God. Old men and old women are sitting in the streets, each with a staff, because of great age. In other words, they've lived long enough to need a staff to walk. There was a time in Jerusalem when people were just getting waylaid and wiped out that there's no chance you're going to live to be an old person because of the judgment and the punishment of God. And of course, boys and girls playing in the streets gives you a picture of safety and security that they have not known while they've been under the oppression of the Babylonians, under the punishment of God. Thus says the Lord of hosts, If it is marvelous in the sight of the remnant of this people in those days, should it also be marvelous in my sight, declares the Lord of hosts. One of the commentaries I read talked about people are going to view this as marvelous. It seems almost impossible, even in the minds of the hearers that Zechariah is reading, 
speaking to and writing to here because uh, they still haven't totally come out of the exile that they're in. This is almost unimaginable. And they're going to think it's marvelous, and, and it is marvelous when the tables turn and when the Lord's judgment and punishment turn into blessing. And it's marvelous in the sight of the Lord, too. He does this regularly. God does this all the time. It's in his character. We experience it today ourselves, him taking what should be judgment forever and ever and turning it into blessing, namely today because of what Christ did on the cross to be an intermediary between us and the Lord, those of us who have faith in him. Thus says the Lord of hosts, behold, I will save my people from the east country and from the west country. That means from where the sun comes up and from where the sun goes down. It's not talking about a specific place. It's just alluding to the fact that I'm going to save my people from any enemy from anywhere. And that includes, as we know now, in a way that they didn't know then, spiritual enemies like Satan, and and were saved in a spiritual kingdom like the kingdom of God that will last forever and ever. And I will bring them to dwell in the midst of Jerusalem. This is going to happen very soon in Zechariah's time and in the distant future at the end of time when we who know Christ and who are grafted into God's family are, are part of the new new heavens, new earth, new Jerusalem. They shall be my people and I will be their God in faithfulness and in righteousness. And of course, what we know in a way that they did not know is that this righteousness that we are going to have in the midst of this Jerusalem is going to be a righteousness, not that we earned by doing right things ourselves, but it's going to be a righteousness that Christ, the Son of God, the only person to live a righteous life, who came to this earth fully obeyed God's commands, never flawed, never sinned at one spot, lived a righteous life, died a sinless death, rose again, and through faith offers any of us who would trust what he has done on the cross and out of the grave would offer us his righteousness. This righteousness that's spoken about in verse 8 is righteousness that comes from God, not from us, through a remarkable set of circumstances goes on in verses 9 through 13. Thus says the Lord of hosts, let your hands be strong, you who in these days have been hearing these words from the mouth of the prophets who were present on the day that the foundation of the house of the Lord of hosts was laid, that the temple might be built. For before those days there was no wage for a man and no wage for a beast, neither was there safety from foe from him who went out or came in. For I set every man against his neighbor. God did that. He's taken credit or blame for that. But now I will not deal with the remnant of this people as in the former days, declares the Lord. It's a new day. The tables are turning for there shall be a sowing of peace. The vine shall give its fruit. The ground shall give its produce and the heavens shall give their due. And I will cause the remnant of this people to possess all these things. And as you have been a byword and a cursing among the nations, O house of Judah and house of Israel. This is both of them now the house of Judah and the house of Israel. This is remarkable. So I will save you and you shall be a blessing. Fear not, but let your hands be strong. This gets all the way back to Genesis 12, the Abrahamic covenant. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse. I'm going to make you into a great nation so that you can be a blessing. And this is the people of Israel through whom the salvation of God, the redemptive plan of God is going to go through and continue forward to people from every tribe, tongue, and nation. There it is, folks, the gospel in Zechariah. Have a good day. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. 
Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.